You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 124. Are there medical tests for mold sickness or mold exposure? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, it is the end of September. Almost. Almost. We have one more week. Yeah, that's true. But it's almost done. (laughs) And winter will be here in Wyoming before you know it. Yeah, the winds are howling. It's feeling like snow's coming. And yeah, it's Wyoming. Getting colder. The tundra. Welcome to it. So today we're talking about medical testing for toxic mold in your body. We wanted to say thank you, though, to everybody because we've had how many plays? Uh, about 22,500. Wow. Wow. So, um, when I looked at our stats, like it's just pretty dramatic increase and it just keeps going up. So it's a good time to thank our listeners because obviously they, they care about what you have to say. I'm not sure if they care about what I have to say, but (laughs) yeah, they definitely like to hear what the expert has to say about mold and we thank everybody who shared this podcast. Please, as you're listening, if you you hear a topic that you know your friends, your family members could benefit from, please share the podcast with them as well. Right. And, it you know, it really helps to hear other people's stories, too. And we talk about that. Like, I respond to everybody. I can't give a consultation just if you send me an email. But it, it is interesting to hear other people's stories to see what part they're dealing with in the, the, the mold exposure, mold sickness uh, process. Absolutely. So thank you guys for over 22,000 plays. That is absolutely awesome. All right. We're talking about medical testing for toxic mold in your body. 
So a lot of people ask you about this, this whole what medical tests, how, what should I be testing for? What do you say to people who, who ask you about, you know, testing for mold in their bodies? I obviously, first and foremost, I let them know that I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, I'm not Doogie Hauser. I don't play one on a podcast. So <laughs> they got to go to their doctor if they have concerns. And there's no way to know unless they they run tests, and that's that's all done on the medical side, and we'll get into the lab stuff later on, but there's no way to know unless you test. It's kind of like, you know, when I do a mold inspection, if I see mold, I know it's mold. I can't say that's mold until I test for it and send it to a lab. Same thing with the medical side. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And now they're... I've read on a lot of mold blogs and different things where people have said, I went to my general practitioner. I went to my family doctor and told them I'm concerned about mold in my body and the doctor sort of poo-pooed it away. So should people just go to their general practitioner? Should they look for a specialist? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think any medical concerns initially should go to your GP. Um, I mean, I know... You know, I had a shoulder surgery last year, and I didn't go to my GP to, to mm-hmm. get told to go to an orthopedic, you know. So, obviously, technically, legally, I'm going to say go to your GP first. But if you know that your GP doesn't buy into that, doesn't believe in that, nor do they test for that or have expertise in that, then, yes, you need to find a doctor that's going to to stand behind that. And it you know, what I'm finding out is, is there's a lot of allergy doctors that, that somewhat specialize in it, but it's usually holistic doctors and there's a different name. Functional medicine doctors. Typically those are the doctors you want to go to because they're, they're trained more on the mold toxicity side inside your body. It's no different than if you have a mold concern, for the most part, a homeowner's not going to call a home inspector. They're going to call the mold someone like me, a mold specialist or mold inspector. So obviously if someone suspects that there is mold in their bodies or, or mold toxicity or mold sickness is happening, they need to go to their doctors. So their doctors run the appropriate tests. Right. And it, you know, there's a lot of, you know, does my insurance cover it? I, I don't know the insurance side of things, but I do know in the interactions I've had with doctors and insurance, sometimes you have to have a referral from a doctor. So you know, that, 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 that's not my expertise, but for our listeners, they, you know, they're going to have to go through the proper protocol in order for their insurance to cover it. Maybe it won't cover it, but they, they have to go through those steps, which is, you know, out of my expertise. Absolutely. So what should people do after they go to the doctors and they do the medical testing and stuff that they need to do with their doctors? Uh, So once you've gone to your doctor and you think you have a concern with mold, I guess my question would be, and I'll ask you the question because our listeners aren't answering our questions, but why would you go to a doctor for mold in your body? Well, you want to see if you've got mold sickness or mold toxicity so you can pinpoint how much you've got, but also you can backtrack and figure out where you were exposed to it. Right. Neat. You know, like I was talking about my shoulder, like I knew it, I did something. There was a 
an incident or there's a reason that I go to an orthopedic. So for our listeners, it probably does start with a, they had a moisture intrusion event. We just had that hurricane down in uh, Louisiana Mm -hmm. that actually actually moved clear up to the Northeast, but maybe they had a moisture intrusion event. Maybe they saw some mold. Maybe there's some water stains they didn't notice. So typically to start with, they would, there would be an indicator that they would have to go to a mold doctor that they saw at home or at work or school or somewhere, if that makes sense. Correct. Okay. So, so definitely getting the mold testing from a medical perspective helps in pinpoint and do start that CSI investigation right. with indoor air quality of Which where includes it came what? from. What do you always say? What well, includes documenting journaling. Documentation. Yeah, you should be journaling all the time, everything. Yep. I, related to your health, related to your indoor air quality, because then you have a historical record that you can reference. Exactly. I, you know, the other day I get frustrated when I do the work I do and I'm trying to upload photos from my phone to a Google Drive or from a camera. And, and at the end of the day... What do I always tell you? Like, I take hundreds of photos. Mm-hmm. And I do that for documentation. Yep. Because I got to cover my butt. So, for our listeners, you know, after you've gone to your doctor, my point is, is you probably went to your doctor because at home or at work or somewhere you had a mold concern. So, in conjunction with the doctor, you need to call a mold expert, mold specialist, indoor air quality specialist, whatever you want to call it. So you need to do that in the meantime also. Yep, so that they're running air tests and right. things like that. And they're doing, you know, they can do, there's all sorts of stuff. I'm not going to go over everything we offer, but, you know, what I suggest to my clients really depends on what we're dealing with. You know, if we do a VPA and we see visible mold, for the most part, if they're the homeowners, I say, hey, there's no reason to test on the, the building side. To see if there's mold. We know there's mold. Let's move to the mitigation phase. Absolutely. And for those who are new to the podcast, VPA is Virtual Property Assessment. Right. Yeah, which I, is... I, I use lots of terms. that I, That's why we have you here because I'll say that or IAQ, Indoor Air Quality. Correct. So, yes, a VPA is a Virtual Property Assessment that we offer. It's, it's one of the services we offer. And... We found that it's very beneficial for my clients or our clients that are anywhere across the world. They hear our podcast and then they call a mold inspector in their town or city, whatever you want to call it, municipality, and they feel like they can't trust them. So we started offering those VPAs because, you know, I take a, a totally different approach to things. And so in a VPA, you know, I can say just like I would if I was on site. Uh, here in Wyoming, and I'd say, hey, there's no reason to test. Let's just get to the mitigation side. Exactly. So that's a VPA. Now, going back to that whole thing of seeing your doctor and testing for mold toxicity, what places test? Like, where where do those tests go to to get analyzed? So there's there's just a, a few that I'm aware of, and these are from my clients um, that have dealt with them. So I don't, I don't typically recommend one over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no different than when someone says, you know, a good mold doctor, do you know, a good lawyer for mold? Like I don't, I'm not in that business, so I don't research that. So a lot of the information I get from my clients, but there, there are several. And so you can do a urine test or a blood test and the lab you're using. That's, you know, 
they're they're gonna obviously between them and your doctor decide what type of test it should be urine or or blood and so the the, the ones I know of is LabCorp um, mm-hmm. a lot of people know them they're they have labs everywhere um, once again typically you don't have to go to the lab itself you can take the urine samples right here in Pinedale Wyoming mm-hmm. um, and then you send them to the lab so there's LabCorp Sunrise Labs Great Plains Labs, and then MyMicoLab.com. And the costs of them, they're all, they all vary. Um, Does insurance cover it? I have no idea. Um, I, once again, those are, those are questions. And a lot of times it's interesting when we talk about different uh, situations that, that I deal with with clients, you say, well, where are they going to stay and whatnot? Like, I just don't, I just don't get into that phase with my clients. I don't, it's none of my business for one. So where they go, what kind of testing they're doing, that's up to them. We just want to see the results. Mm-hmm. And why do we want to see those results? Helps explain what's going on structurally in the home. Right. And yeah. I, so, so it's no different. Our listeners know this. If you just send me, if you just send me air test results from your home, the doesn't really tell me much. If you just send me your medical side results, that doesn't tell me much. We need both the air tests plus a VPA or a physical inspection. We need to take all those factors and we have to look at, you know, is this mycotoxin in your body caused by a certain mold? Mm-hmm. And that's where that's why we need that information. And that's why we're talking about the medical side because that that's a it's very important. Absolutely. So what is your call to action for people? If you think you have issues and, and you're going to say, well, do I have sick building syndrome? Do I have mycotoxins in my body? You have to start, if the question is in your body, you have to start with your, your doctor and the medical side. If you're curious if it's in your home, you have to go, obviously, to a mold specialist or, you know, a mold inspector, someone that does air testing or whatnot. Absolutely. And I mean, if people feel like they don't have enough knowledge to, to find the right doctor or to find the right mold specialist, that's why you built a bunch of courses on Udemy. Exactly. So that people could really do some self-education and then armed with that information can go out and find the the experts they need. Right. And the, the, the free course, um, well, the, the, is toxic mold making me sick? It's a free course. Correct. There's no promotionals. It's from your advice. It, we, we started it as a free course. And yeah. so they can take that course. I think, what is it? 40 minutes, maybe. Yeah. It's totally free. Yep. There's no catch to it. And that will walk them through, you know, the building side of it and then the health side of it. Absolutely. So there is your call to action. And at the end of the day, it really comes back to documenting and taking action. Yeah. I mean, if you come to me with with an issue, just like if you go to your doctor and you say, yeah, I think mold's making me sick. And I go, well, how long has it been happening? Where were we at? If you don't have any information, I don't want to say you're wasting our time, but on the other hand, there's not much we can do if you don't have the information. You've got to have, like, this happened after Hurricane Ida or whatever they're naming them these days. I know they go through that. <laughs> but anyhow, exactly, but you've got to have that documentation. And it it's very, 
informative for for the specialist, whether it's me, another mold specialist, or your doctor. You can't just go in there with, well, I just think mold's making me sick. Exactly. So bottom line, you heard it from the expert. Document and take action. Exactly. We'll catch you in the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.